Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Do you have, well, back in the day when you used to get to drunk and have late night dining. Right. It's probably been a while since you've done that. <laughs> for all of us, I guess. Uh, but did you have a go-to when you had too much to drink and you need to slop it up? Wow. Uh, I mean, poutine late night, especially university, mm. was always one of those things. A place mm. called Bubba's that was right, right in the hub in Kingston around the bars. And the lineup would be insane at yeah, that place. You'd like almost leave up. the bar early so you can get in that <laughs> line first. Actually, funny you say that. There was a place in uh, in Brampton. It's still open called Sunny's. And it was the same thing where, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd split early. Because if you stuck around in the bar until 1 or 2 in the morning, the lineup was down the street. Right. Burgers and fries. Like in Oshawa, I, I'd find you'd go for breakfast. Like that was what Wally's was. Okay, right. Oh, was right? that the go-to? Yeah, uh, you'd go after the after the bar, you'd run into Wally's and grab breakfast. Right, because they were 24-7, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I don't think they are anymore. But I know when I first moved here... I stopped in there a, a few times uh, because they were open 24-7, so you could actually grab a sandwich. I'm sure they were happy to make you <laughs> oh, yeah. eggs, bacon, and toast. <laughs> 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Great crowd in there. Oh, yeah. There was uh, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because, yeah, the hangover or the uh, the diner was always our go-to. There was a place called uh, Flatjacks, which was just north of Brampton. And uh, it just, it, they would serve you like just a, a platter. Everybody got like a platter of bacon and eggs. Right. It was you so want grease, food. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really doesn't seem like it would mix that well. But it seemed to do okay because then you just go home and sleep the entire afternoon away. I remember the Taco Bell had a walk up window that was open late. A walk up window? Yeah. Well, good. You're too drunk to drive, right. so you well, stumble they, there. You didn't want people driving there, and you didn't That's want smart. people in the restaurant, so you stay outside, just walk up and get the order. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I've seen more places. Places now putting up walk-up windows. Hmm. And, and I think because of the pandemic, right? sure. they don't want people, if you can't get inside the restaurant, easier just to serve you at the window. So how does that work? Like, it, you, So your well, drive-through goes around the back and up right. to one side. Is it at the front? Like in the uh, glass? Well, in I the... saw a McDonald's I had when it was at the front, and it was dedicated to like the ride, of pro, the, the services, like the, the Uber Eats and the DoorDash. Right, and that right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny with this uh, Flapjacks diner because it was so old and dingy inside and dark, like it was perfect. And then somebody bought it and they renovated it. And I guess they thought, oh, let's brighten it up and make it look nice. The, even though the food was the same, right. it never tasted the same. Yeah. Because it just didn't <laughs> it's have too that. clean in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, the walls were white. They had fluorescent lighting. And I was like, I don't like this. I'm hungover. I need darkness. And <laughs> Anyhow. People were asked about their favorite go-to food all right. when they're uh, drunk. And uh, it's all burger joints, top three. Wendy's, Burger King, and, of course, at the top of the list, by far, Mickey D's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, for me, McDonald's was always a go-to when I'm drunk. And then the hangover, like the uh, Egg McMuffin and the hash brown in the morning. Right. Perfect. I remember having late-night menus, too, right? A couple yes, of them. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they knew they were catering. They knew they wanted people with a Big Mac or a quarter pounder at 2 in the morning. It's always a, a funny time, too, uh, with McDonald's at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Because I used to stop there and grab a coffee all the time. And you'd get either the guys just who need a coffee and are on their way to work really early in the morning. Or the drunk frat boys. You know, it's, 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 I'll take nine McGriddles or whatever the hell right. they're... Well, know. until they did the all-day breakfast, 
menu. Yeah. You couldn't get breakfast at 4 a.m. I remember driving in here a couple of times. Right. You're coming in at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you want breakfast but couldn't get it. You could get right. a burger. Right. Because they were still catering to the late night crowd. <laughs> the drunk crowd. And I think that's why they had to bring in the all-day breakfast because they had people who were working all sorts of different shifts and hours who, you know, actually wanted a McMuffin at maybe <laughs> 11 p.m. We went through a, a phase uh, where we'd be out, lovely Maria and I, we'd be out roaming around. And then we'd go grab McDonald's, we'd take it right home, and it'd be like 2 in the morning or something. We'd been out at some event or somewhere, and we'd just take it right to bed. We'd be sitting there watching TV, eating McDonald's, burgers and fries, drinking a large Coke right there in the, <laughs> right there in the rack. Oh, young times. I have uh, mentioned this in the past. I- I'm probably uh, a touch on the hypochondriac side. Okay. I have uh, moments when I'm pretty sure I've got everything. And so I, uh, I've i been known to go to the uh, WebMD and others and find out that I'm riddled with cancer, or believe I am, but it turns out that I've just got a, uh, a hangnail. <laughs> um, and Google certainly has turned many of us into amateur doctors and... Uh, and maybe some into professional hypochondriacs. But uh, maybe it's not such a bad idea for people to try and diagnose themselves. Harvard Medical School says it's not such a bad thing to pay for people to uh, Google their symptoms because we do a pretty good job on the diagnosis. Like many times, you kind of know. You know, you don't have the exact what's wrong with you. But if you've got some ache or pain or you can... Kind of think of, okay, what have I been up to lately? All right, I probably hurt myself doing this, that, or the other thing. And why isn't it going away? Well, because I keep doing the same thing. So we don't always have to run to the doctor, right? Right. Um, And and it's good for people who aren't dealing with worst-case scenarios all the time, Mm -hmm. which, of course, I fall into that category. You know, I get a sniffle, and I think I got super cancer. Right. (laughs) No, 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 Doc. Not just cancer. Super cancer. Here's the thing, uh, I'll, uh, and I don't disagree that you know googling for some uh, some assistance uh, in minor situations is not a bad idea. Once you figure out though that it is more than minor, mm. uh, definitely visit a doctor or a, or emergency unit if that if, mm-hmm. if it requires that. But go in blind to that. I, you know, don't don't take what you've learned on WebMD mm. and start telling the doctor <laughs> what, 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 what they need to do yeah. to treat you. Much like a mechanic, because I, I feel the same way when it comes to my car. Sure. I've got a problem going on. The check engine light comes on. You can Google to find a variety of different things mm. from the gas cap not being tight enough to, you know, implosion imminent. Uh, when you take it in to the mechanic, mm. I wouldn't take it in and say it's going to explode anytime soon. You know, you kind of go in and say, hey, can you test this and figure it out? Yeah, if you go into the doctor and your eyeballs are bleeding, you don't say, I just think I need some more sleep. <laughs> Stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, today's with, with the way the hospitals and everything is stretched to the, uh, to the limit with the people going in. Uh, yeah, if you can kind of stay away from them, if you can diagnose yourself and figure it out, it, you know, it certainly helps. But yes, of course, if you've got something very serious, like that complete numbing down the left side of your body, that's something you should look into. Yeah, and I guess, you know, in, in what we've talked with Dr. Tony Stone, though, the the alternative to that is, 
you know, if if there's something that's been nagging you for quite some time, mm-hmm. you know, go get it checked out. The, the hospital has its regular unit mm. and it's got its COVID unit. You know, you know, something that could have been, you know, an itch or a pain mm. for six months could have been something developing that if you didn't get it checked out early enough is not good. I'm really kind of in that boat because I have had this gravelly voice uh, stuffiness and uh, froggy throat and uh, congestion and th- like that lump in the back of your throat when, when you're nervous. But I've had it now since way pre-COVID. Right. And, and I just kept saying allergies, allergies. And I've been through all the seasons and nothing's changed. But in my stupid mind, it's not getting worse. It's just kind of there all the time. So yeah. it's fine, you know. And, and, and I'm, I'm guilty for it. And we're just always so afraid of going because we're so afraid of hearing the truth. Well, yeah, you know? or the worst case scenario. And, but, yeah. you know, when it comes to things like that, you don't want to find out you have a softball in, inside you. It, it, you know, better to catch some things early. It feels more like a, like a, like a, like a, a pool ball. That's what you... Yeah. <laughs> a snooker ball. Um, well, and a great example is our, is our good Pally, um, who uh, had gone through uh, so much uh, surgery and trouble. Uh, he had cancer. Uh, and Mikey Richards, who used to join us here on this morning show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a well-known radio personality across the city. Guy in his early 50s gets cancer. He's, he survived it. He's fought through it, but he's had to wear the bag and the whole thing. They've finally been able to fix that problem. And as he said in a post... All it would have taken to solve all of this headache was one colonoscopy. Yeah. Early on, you know? So, yeah, get yourself checked out. But just, you don't need to run to the doctor every time you have a sniffle. It's not like me and my super cancer. (laughs) Well, if you're concerned about your significant other's health, and aren't we all? We want our, our loved ones to stay healthy and strong. Sure. You could suggest this. Turns out... Doing chores is really good for you. So hand, hand your wife or husband the vacuum and say, get at it, babe. Yeah. See how that goes over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they will live longer. Well, they'll live longer than you, at least. Because <laughs> your life will end yeah. immediately after. You want to work out? Here's the mop, babe. <laughs> Uh, researchers found that people who do a lot of housework have bigger and stronger brains, which is a key to staying sharp as you get older and even avoiding things like dementia. Uh, there's a few theories. One, when you're doing chores, you're up and moving around, so that's good with some low-intensity aerobic exercise. That's good for your heart, and that helps uh, blood flow to your brain. And when you're doing housework, your brain is planning and organizing which keeps it sharper. Maybe that explains Maria's MRI. That's right, with her big brain. <laughs> she had a big brain. Uh, yeah, we found out. <laughs> because you're doing nothing. <laughs> she's she's got to do something. That's why. She's, she's doing everything. Stuck doing everything, all the chores around the house. She was so proud she came home, she had this MRI. Everything turned out fine. It turned out she uh, found out she's got a big brain. And I said, it would be nice if you used it sometime. <laughs> Ow. How you're still standing. I know. Well, Not even how you're still no. married. How you're still standing. Well, how could you turn all this down? I mean, look at me. <laughs> if you're a Monopoly fan, you might not have uh, ever noticed this. But Marvin Gardens on the Monopoly board has been misspelled. The actual neighborhood in New Jersey is spelled M-A-R-V-E-N. But in Monopoly, it's M-A-R-V-I-N. Parker Brothers apologized for the mistake in 1995. Took them a while. I think the game's been around since the 50s yeah. before. Ever been to Atlantic City? No. Like, if you've ever, uh, we went there, 
know, years ago. Shocking. But, yeah. Gambling town and <laughs> all. Oh, they have gambling there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, like, when you walk around, because all the streets are mm. those streets, right? Right, right. And Ventnor and Atlantic. But you realize why they had a pass directly to go. Because there's a few of those streets you don't want to be on. Baltic is not a place you want to hang out. You want to advance very quickly to Boardwalk. Yeah, I guess so. There actually, um, uh, there was a video shown recently of Atlantic City where um, people stood around and applauded and cheered as a Trump Tower came down. Oh, went down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're basically, I guess, trying to move away from uh, gambling. Atlantic City has really seen some tough days. So, uh, The longest movie ever to get a wide release is Gone with the Wind. The theatrical version was three hours and 46 minutes. Any longer, uh, any movies that were longer than that since have been clipped down for the theaters. My goodness. So even things like The Godfather and Scarface, they were just over three hours. But this thing was almost four hours. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever sat for The Godfather? Have you watched it? Is it Godfather? Oh, sorry. Uh, Gone with oh, the Gone Wind. With the wind? Um, I, I remember bits and pieces, so I think I've seen it. Yeah. But it's been a very long time. A couple of years ago, my mother-in-law was with us over Christmas, and it came up in a conversation, and she had never seen it. So we, we downloaded it, got it from somewhere. Damn, it's racist. That's a <laughs> Gone with the times yeah. is what it should oh, be yeah. called now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a tad racist. Um, and, you know, every now and then, I think to myself, especially during this pandemic, like there's some movies like Citizen Kane, Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind, all these kind of classics that I think to myself, I should watch. I should see, because it is said that Citizen Kane is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> but sometimes you watch these old black and white movies now. It's brutal. Like, the acting is bad. The whole thing is bad. Anything that's not in HD is tough to watch. <laughs> like, even sitting through A Wonderful Life at Christmas time now. Is, oh, yeah. It's tough. No, because they're slow moving. And, yeah. it, like, you know, you could see basically the changes from set to set. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like they almost stopped the movie to move from one to the other. It's And, and you see the, uh, the act changes. It, it's very tough. And you know me. I'm guilty of watching, you know, the same movie over sure. and over. But it's... You know, even last night, Adrian walked in the room and said, are you kidding me? What were you watching? His Die Hard was on. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was the good part. Now, that's a Christmas movie. <laughs> so I was flipping through the channels. It was I wasn't watching the whole movie. <laughs> I was just waiting for a commercial break sure. on the other channel. Sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, at movies like uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and all that, they have a great theme to them. The story is important and all of that. But, yeah, nowadays we'd rather just sit through Fred Claus. <laughs> You know, is that Vince Vaughn? It's damn funny. Female armadillos always give birth to identical quadruplets. Really? Always. Always. Yeah, I guess they, they need a spare and an heir. <laughs> and a couple of more. Yeah, that's right. They're busy ladies, those female armadillos. Huh. Uh, this is an odd little uh, <laughs> how would you? How would you know, by the way? If there was a like, are they going? Is someone going around looking to see are these identical or so it's not? Somebody's it's job. Somebody's job. It's somebody somewhere. Yeah, it's their job. Well, they all look the same. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> I mean, maybe to armadillos they don't. Right? Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm sure to armadillos we all look the same. True. Disabled people. <laughs> we look like a car coming at them. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, we drive to Florida. 
Every time he saw a spare tire blowing out at the side of the road, my dad would say they were armadillos. <laughs> my whole life, I thought they, well, for some reason through America, armadillos were just roaming the interstates. How tired of your questions was he <laughs> to come up with that <laughs> as an answer? Yeah, well, Daddy, what's wrong with all that on the side of the road? It's an armadillo. Listen, Shut up. This was a time, too, when travelers were a big part of the drive. So he was, he was probably three or four vodkas in by the time that happened. <laughs> Maybe they did look like armadillos to him. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> that was my job in the back seat. I was the uh, mixologist. Right. Another rum and coke, son. We're, hit, we're hitting Ohio. Uh, disabled people in the Netherlands. This is such a strange law. Disabled people in the Netherlands get money from the government up to 12 times a year to spend on prostitutes. What? I'm moving to the Netherlands, and I'm lobbing off a leg. Not the third leg, though, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I need it. 12 times a year. Horny buggers. No kidding. In uh, ancient China, people ate tea like a vegetable. Sure they did. Okay. If you're allergic to cats, it also means you're allergic to lions and tigers. Don't go sniffing them to find out. No, no, no. I would say if you're that close to one and you sneeze, you've probably got a bigger problem (laughs) on your hands. You're trying to sneak by them. Although right now, (laughs) lions and tigers would even look at you and go, COVID, COVID, get away from us. Uh, Ping pong is actually trademarked by Parker Brothers. The generic term you're supposed to use is... Table tennis. That's right. Right. I always just assumed it was ping pong. Huh. It's not. Parker Brothers owns it. The Rogers family had to uh, send security to Ted's grave because people (laughs) wanted to dig him up. They were so mad yesterday. People, Rogers customers, were losing their flipping minds Mm -hmm. yesterday. And listen, I'm not a Rogers customer. I didn't have to go through it, but I can certainly appreciate. We are so attached to our phone. The idea that you can't use it for more than five minutes would make a lot of us Oh, yeah. I I think, you know, if a call drops, I'm I'm ticked off. Like, I can't understand how we're getting... HD pictures from Mars, <laughs> but I can't get signal in my basement at times. You know, it's uh, it's very much like the old Louis C.K. bit, right? You know, oh, it, it, it's it's totally that. It's you know, you're the airplane, you're on a yeah. chair in the sky, <laughs> going from New York right. to L.A. in five hours. People used to die. Yeah. <laughs> and now, because you, know, you have a phone, yeah. everywhere you, you go, you can call, you can do anything. It's all in your hand. It's a an ultimate computer, and yeah, and that just shows how addicted we are to it. Like the crazy technology of it. I, I was doing a little research over the weekend because we had had this memorial for my, my wife's grandmother who'd passed away mm-hmm. at 99. I thought, you know what, at 99, she grew up mm. without a telephone. Until she was home. 70. <laughs> <laughs> like any telephone. Yeah. It was just at the start, really. She had no plumbing. <laughs> like the the rotary phone yeah. was just coming out yeah. in her uh, her early years, right? And and uh and to, to the technology now where we had a memorial by Zoom. It's crazy, right? Now you think well, All my over the world. goodness, what's happened in the, yep. in a hundred years? And now with yeah, I get it. I, I really I understand. I, I'm I'm not a Rogers wireless customer, so I didn't lose cell phone service yesterday. Mm. But I can understand the panic for some mm-hmm. because we're so used to knowing uh, or being in communication at all times yep. with everyone that you know if you're not, 
you know, we had an issue with Ted Reader trying to get a hold of him oh, yeah. at one we've point, been, right? We've been arguing back and forth. You were swearing at him. I, 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 I'm like, are you medicated, Ted? Like, what's wrong with you? Turns out he wasn't getting your messages because yeah. Yeah. they weren't going to him. Yeah. It, it's it, it really is insane. But what is also insane is the response being, you know, pay me. Mm-hmm. For it, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> I feel whoever the person was at Rogers who hit update, because <laughs> apparently that's what it was. You know, we've all walked in and seen our computer saying it needs an update. Oh yeah, and you click you on snap. it, and you hope that it's not going to last two hours, or in their case, seventeen. My goodness, why couldn't they have done that update? I don't know. After midnight. <laughs> You know, the rest of us have an option to do it later. I but don't know why they couldn't have done it at around 1 a.m. 1 a.m. here, but it would have affected right. other people elsewhere. This was across the country right, right, that right. it was down. But for those who are holding out, like one guy I saw was, you know, they should cover my bill for the month. <laughs> I know. Like, we're settled down. I know. For for all that you get in the the technology. And listen, I'm not a big fan of Bell or Rogers or any of them, but... Could you imagine uh, yesterday being like your first day customer service at Rogers? <laughs> hey, mom and dad, I got a job. <laughs> Hi, Rogers. Good morning. How can I help? Yeah. Well, I guess there wouldn't have been many calls because nobody could call. That's right. All right. It would be all online. Anyhow, if you're a Rogers subscriber, you're up and running again. Good morning, The Rock. Morning, boys. Just making sure my Rogers phone's working, first of all. <laughs> Seems to be okay right now. Rogers customer service. How can we help? <laughs> your, uh, your refund's on the way from Rogers, too, by the way. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.